Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, Super Ninfrendos. What is happening? I am Seth Macy, and I can barely believe it, but a mere six hours from my house by car, I could go see replica Super Mario boots from the Super Mario movie, but that's why we're here to talk today. With me is boot legend, Cat Bailey. <laughs> Respect the boot. <laughs> it's a national icon. Non, Non-boot disparager, Tom Marks. They were made for jumping in this case, I think. Wow, that was pretty good. And uh, boots without shoes, Jeffrey Vega. That's right. It's sort of in the Puss in Boots universe. Mario is real. <sighs> wow. And, you know, I feel I've never felt more proud to be an American uh, until the, just a few minutes ago when we learned that here in the United States, uh, we are the sole keepers, the guardians, if you will, of the recreation <laughs> uh, boots. <laughs> From the Super Mario movie, which is, I don't know about the rest of you, but that is exactly what I was hoping that Mr. Miyamoto was on screen to say that we were going to get replica boots. But let's get into it. We got the third and final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. It was hosted by uh, Kat's good friend, Shigeru Miyamoto. I know you both are very tight now. He, uh, you know, in typical Miyamoto fashion, apologized for the existence of time zones because tomorrow when... uh, we're recording on March 9th, which is Morrow Nine Day. Tomorrow is Mario Day, March 10th. So, yeah, this movie took six years, which I shouldn't be surprised about because, like, it's a, it looks good. But let's just talk about the movie. Cat, what, what are your feelings after seeing the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie? Seth, my feelings are completely unchanged about the Super Mario Brothers movie. It was actually the weakest of the trailers. It did not really show anything new except the Lumas. Show the Luma, yeah. The Luma is nice. And the Fire Fire Donkey Kong. Fire Donkey Kong. That's a. Is that from a game? Uh, No, I don't think so. No, that is missing something. The fan fiction that I would have written in sixth grade, (laughs) like that. That is the thing that got me the most excited about this trailer. But I'm sorry, Cat. I just. Love yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of a conceit almost from, say, Super Mario 3D World or something like that, where sure. all of the characters could take on the different costumes and they're like, but what if Donkey Kong 
could get the fire flower and like and shoot it's, it's not just a mario thing yeah yeah i thought it was cool i also liked the they really leaned in they've constantly leaned into the world and the gameplay of the actual universe kind of bring it to life and it's it's really enjoyable to watch i think uh, so i mean like i said i was already in on this movie chris pratt aside and i think it's gonna be great yeah it's hard to argue with everything that you just said jeffrey you excited you it, your feelings changed at all was there anything that stood out to you from this trailer i uh yeah fire donkey kong uh oh, yeah i have some questions about fire donkey let's kong. do it uh, <laughs> I, I, I felt like the uh the leonardo dicaprio pointed to the tv i was like wait a minute that's not from the oh that's not from the games actually actually um yeah i was like i, I kind of paused it on the frame there and, and fire donkey kong has frosted tips he's got an inverted tie oh hell yeah tie, red text of dk um and uh yeah i i like my first thought was like whoa could we get this in a mario game like because i mean there hasn't been a donkey kong game in a while but you know i'm just thinking about fire donkey kong and, and the possibilities but yeah i i'm 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 so excited for this movie uh i agree with cat the, the trailer didn't blow me away but i before the direct i was like what's gonna be like the big thing in it what what's what's the reason for the direct like and it was fire donkey kong i think i think that was because you know mm, i thought it was the boots, boots but <laughs> <laughs> well the boots technically wasn't in the trailer um uh but uh yeah no and and also in you know we work in the you know i i do a lot of movie industry stuff at ign and and when a final trailer comes out that means tickets are on sale baby and i already secured my midnight ticket for tuesday because it comes out on wednesday instead of friday so yeah everyone catch me at tuesday midnight at the grove in los angeles <laughs> something oh, else that's that. not canon i don't think are exploding mario karts it's not something oh, yeah. that i noticed the last time yeah, i saw it it does sort of like introduce the idea that like fossil fuels are in the mario kart universe <laughs> and like they're gas powered what and fuels these things like dry bones mm -hmm. literally turning into gasoline that are going into those mario Not karts over or the course of millions of years yeah, yeah, yeah exactly you know, exactly of refinement yes yeah <laughs> uh, i always just assumed they were like electric or mushroom powered or something like that yeah. but no <laughs> there you go can i i just want to go on the record i actually never once considered what the uh, carts ran on i just yeah no nor I, it, should you it's okay. a it's an a forbidden question that needs not answering yeah yeah i, I wonder if wanna... that's the only way to truly kill a dry bones is to put their <laughs> bones <laughs> in a <laughs> what well, look okay the beginning of the movie starts off with a loomis talking about death okay it's not a crazy yeah. question <laughs> that, was a, that was a wild way to go is cast like a literal child as the voice of the luma and then have it just like embrace death <laughs> hey. they love I mean, doing it's... that they love having uh characters with childlike voices mm -hmm. being either ferocious or dark or that kind of thing like, yeah one of the first things you see in the first trailer are the little penguins coming out and be like charge yeah. and they have comically deep voices and so such cute. this is a oh, I, I i swear to god they have at least four different very marketable mascots it's almost like they're throwing things at the wall yeah hey we have the totes we have the koopas we have the penguins and we now we have luma like which one do you love and we will sell you as much merch as we can around it <laughs> yeah it is illumination 
Oh, that's that's the playbook. I mean, Illumination is like that. that that's the 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 animated movie playbook right now, where every single movie has. And this is not me like disparaging this. Every single movie has the the like you said, at least one just sort of cute character that's there for no reason other than toys. Like the pig in Moana is in that movie for like a grand total of three seconds, but you know they sold pig toys. They spent six years developing the merch. Yeah. I would say so that <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I... The, the trailer itself, like, it wasn't that exciting. Kat, you said it was the weakest trailer, and I definitely agree with that. It was very cool, though, to see some really... Uh, you didn't even have to, like, comb through the footage. Like, there's a, a, a level from Mario Odyssey in this trailer. There were uh, Altano, Brian Altano... Uh, NVC legend pointed out in our Slack that there was the, um, the selecting your parts for Mario Kart in the movie is like how it is in the game. Like this was probably the the least secret or not secret. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Everything was in your face. It was mm -hmm. totally extreme. It was like cryptic. Poochie. Yeah, it, it held less back. Yes, that that's that was a very. But in the first trailer, you barely had Luigi. He showed you yeah. see like one shot of him in the first trailer. At the same time, though, I do think that this trailer, like I, I didn't think it was a bad trailer by any means, right? No, I, no, no, I, I think no. that I, it, no. it sort of to me pandered to the video game audience the least of any of the trailers so far mm -hmm. like it felt like the other trailers were very much like this is the scene from mario kart this is the scene from smash bros he said the thing that he says in the game whereas this one was sort of more just like clips from a movie it looked more like it was targeted more towards just like hey this is an animated movie traditional trailer yeah mm. basically and, and not saying that the other trailers went too heavy on that stuff it was just like <laughs> like Jeffrey said, this has the tickets are on sale now, right? And they're they're I think probably just trying to convince people that this is a movie you should go see. Which honestly, uh, yeah, I want to see it. It looks fun. Dude, everybody's gonna go see this movie. Like I've said a hundred <laughs> times, this is gonna be the biggest animated movie of all time. Um, I'm I'm certain of it. I will bet. I will bet. Uh, I will bet licking a switch cartridge that this. <laughs> This is a dumb bet because I can get out of it because I can be like, "Hey, time will tell." It's been five <laughs> years, but it so um, will it be bigger than yeah. Sonic? That's my official bet. Yeah, and that's how I will officially get out of it. But I want to take you know a second, real quick. You know the 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 carts themselves, like they and they talked about the design and like they had to come up with like new algorithms for the lighting, but they looked phenomenal. They looked yeah. so cool, and all it made me do was want to, even though I've said I don't really want a four K switch, but now I'm like, oh man, wouldn't it be? <laughs> if, if Mario Kart looked like that, like how cool would it be? Mario Kart was in Unreal Engine 5 with exploding <laughs> carts oh, and Mario flying through the rainbow road. Ah! Oh, we're gonna we're gonna see lots of those now. But oh. I never thought about the this is us seeing Mario Kart in 4K for the first time. Like when yeah. we see the movie. Like I've never mm. even thought about that. Yeah, I mean I'm Whoa. I'm very excited. Like it just like Rainbow Road looks like it's a it's a rainbow. Like how you know, a rainbow is just beautiful. It's, it's a splendid, magnificent uh, event of nature. But, like, it just looked super amazing in this trailer. So yeah. I'm really excited. But what I really wanted to point out was, like, uh, um, Anya Taylor-Joy's outfit. That was probably the highlight of the, the, the this direct for me because it was amazing. I want to give her a huge shout-out for just taking a huge risk and just going full-on with an incredible outfit while Jack Black was just, you know... Being Jack Black. 
and like yeah and then everybody else was just wearing like shirts and, and a t-shirt and a pair of pants and a pair of slacks seth rogan was wearing like Thai fisherman pants, I think. I don't know. Chris Pratt was... reminding us that Luigi is, in fact, Mario brother. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we to... know, Chris. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Luigi, a Mario brother. <laughs> Luigi got his own year. He's been respected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Mario gets well... a day. Luigi gets a year. Yeah. That's just yeah. Look at that. There it is. Look at that outfit. It's incredible. Why is she dressed? With such pizzazz. Because when you're a woman and you're going on a show like this, you must. Well, it is the law. But I, I love that realize... it almost looks coordinated too. Like they, yeah. like mm. they knew it. They, it's a great pairing. I, I love that. Was that was my favorite part of it? I, yeah, I'll I said, say uh, Jack it's... Black's outfit is better than any of those guys. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie yeah, Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a not not a great look. Um, you know, it's just very, um, it's very boring. And Nintendo there's no, fashion there's no Easter eggs. There's no Easter eggs in their, on their uh, outfits for us to point out. So, mm-hmm. and they all have the hands in their pockets. Come on, guys. Yeah. It's Keep very like, show. all right, we're in a giant white psych in some studio on a, <laughs> like a content day. And like, I don't know. It's such a funny, I wonder how they decide. Like, why do we never see Chris Pratt and Jack Black together? We, I don't right. think we've seen them interact. Listen, they have contractual obligations and busy schedules, okay? And this is what they could get. <laughs> I was, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I was looking closely to see if there were like seams. Like I was wondering if they were all composited in and they never actually were in the, the same room lined up like that. Because it was, uh, yeah, those, that wasn't part of the trailer. That was part of the direct where they had the, uh, the stars talking to us and that was the worst part because it was very stilted and unnatural and uh i didn't did not they enjoy just, that at all it's just further proof that and this is not to hate on it because it was whatever like i didn't i wasn't overly i hate it i'm telling you what i didn't like about it but but the the thing to me is like it's just proof that you don't need a direct for a single trailer, right? Like you, right. you you can just release a trailer. You don't need to like make it an event that you pre-advertise and do all this stuff it for. It worked like, though. Everybody stopped to watch it. Yeah, and then they like got us all That's listening true. to Mario's boots because they had the attention of the world and they could do whatever they wanted, right? Like <laughs> look, we're sitting here spending twenty-five minutes talking about this trailer, it's breaking true. it down in detail. I'd it's say true. mission accomplished for Nintendo. Yeah, they win. This year, I decided I actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television. Uh, the Boston Bruins home opener. I went to watch it and boom, blackout restrictions apply, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because I'm still 200 miles away from Boston, but whatever. Had I had NordVPN, that wouldn't have been a problem. I would have just gone in, changed my settings to another geographic area, and boom, I could have been watching all the Boston Bruins home games like it was nothing at all. So now I have NordVPN, and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea, and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, 
It's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN is going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um, unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your Nord VPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash Nintendo VC. That's nordvpn.com slash Nintendo VC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Can we can we tier list the, the merchandisable characters really quickly? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Please, please do okay. that right okay. now. I think uh, S tier is probably the Luma. Yeah, Luma is S tier. Yeah. Or is it the Super, Toads? Which yes. the Toads and Luma are probably S tier. I think Luma S tier if it has a string on the back that says like horribly cynical, fatalistic things every time you pull it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'll go. I'll go one better. Mm. Uh, suction cups, so it could be like a like a nineteen eighties oh. Garfield on your back ah, of your car. Yeah, mm. Toads up there for sure. I think. Yeah, I think Toads more of an A tier, but you think okay. so? Okay. Yeah, I think the Luma. I think the Luma just goes. It's just so so cute. Yeah, I think the, the penguins. I love the as... penguins, but I think they're C tier in this case. Whoa, Whoa, hot take. I think they'll sell the best. I, I think that they just made the perfect call with the merch. However, um, when I think of Mario, I think of the penguins going, Quah! you know, being adorable, mm-hmm. as opposed to I'm ferocious, and they are adorably ferocious to be sure. I like them. But... Oh my God, we got a. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Right <laughs> <laughs> How did you do uh, that? I so think uh, Keegan Michael Key's uh, Toad definitely tops. Uh, uh, Luma might be a little too contrived. That might be an A tier. <laughs> the Koopas, yeah, I think. I, think isn't that, I like, like the Koopas. The Koopas are very funny. Okay. okay. Yeah, his recognizability. That's key to selling the toys. The Koopas no, are I... unique. I'll, I'll, I'll fight on this one because I think when a little kid sees that cute little star that's talking about mortality, like they're going, mom, I want that <laughs> in my, uh, in my life. I want that. I want a sticker of that on the back of our car. I want you to post that as a Facebook meme. Mm, that's true. It's true. <laughs> 
Jeffrey, what do you think? I, I do love I, I want to point out how much I loved the joke at the beginning of the trailer where Bowser's like, whatever those things are, the, <laughs> the, the spinies. And yeah, they're kind of like so excited, like a little puppy, like with their feet pattering. And then they're like, oh, and I feel like I will buy I'm going to seek out an already existing plush of that and buy it today. Because Aww. so I would probably put that probably next to the Koopas. Oh, so the spiny. Okay. Yeah, there it's we go. A tier. Yeah. All right. They just went full minions with this movie, didn't they? Yeah. They had so much fun being like, okay, but every single variant of Koopa, every single variant of Toad. Look, there's Captain Toad. He's right over there. Yeah, and there's going to be more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to market test this stuff and see which one is the most popular. I wonder if Yoshi, because we've seen Yoshi's Island for a split second in previous trailers. I wonder if Yoshi will be cute or will Yoshi talk? Ooh, I hope Ooh. Yoshi does not talk. Have they not cast Yoshi. Yoshi yet? Is that for the it's sequel? Not. Is he going to be in the teaser? Yoshi is in the trailer, like a bunch of Yoshis, okay. but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the Yoshi is cast or we know the casting. Um, Mario yeah. didn't encar- encounter Yoshi until he went on vacation in Dinosaur Island. Just want to say. <laughs> I do feel like Yoshi's maybe a sequel thing. Honestly, I think the Luma is kind of setting up a sequel thing, too. They established, yeah. They established that could be the post credits. Rosalina showing up, and and then they go to Galaxy for the next movie. You don't think? Oh, you know what? I just looked it up. Feels like the obvious post credit scene is Wario. Wario. Oh, Uh, that's fair. Like a good villain. That would be a good villain. I should have cast Jack Black as Wario. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. He's so good as Bowser. He he smells like garlic. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I don't want to see Wario and Waluigi in the post credit scene, though, because I feel like I love the Sonic movie adaptations. And I feel like they already did that with Tails and Knuckles, Knuckles being a villain at the beginning. And then he's a good friend, like same with Donkey Kong, it looks like in this movie. Yeah, but also that's just a th- that's just a problem Mario has is that none of the villains, except for the one off like aliens that are never in another game, stay villains, right? Like Bowser is in your party a bunch of times. Donkey Kong is a villain and then becomes best friend like none of the villains are actually bad for long except for yeah the ones that are in one game they're usually from another planet or something weird and then they never come back tonga remained bad and then killed in super mario land 2 he's dead i did not know they murdered tonga i don't even know who you're talking about this is how i'm not a real fan apparently I was just thinking of space alien from Super Mario said, Land. Have I not defeated my enemies by making them my friends? Well, that is what <laughs> the theory of the Mario I, universe is. I've said that Bowser made a serious attempt to conquer the Mushroom Kingdom in Super Mario Brothers 3. He had the whole army. It was all in. And then he got beat. Cereal. And then he just went on vacation. Well, that's that. spoilers <laughs> that's for this movie, thing. clearly. Yeah, he went on vacation in Dinosaur Island. You saw the airship crash in the water. And then he just... <laughs> kind of was in a thruple with mario and and peach <laughs> and he settled down remarried had some more kids you know he's a family man now so yeah that is yeah. true uh, you know who i want to see you know who i want to see in this movie that i'm hoping that they're gonna hide in the movie not in a trailer is uh charging chuck the football player. Oh, the Super football Mario guy World. yeah 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 hey. he's gotta be there oh he'll be there yeah they'll do yeah. a crowd shot at some point, and you'll be like, okay, but can I find every single Mario thing? <laughs> have just, have we seen Shy Guys? Uh, yeah. Mm. We have? have? Okay. Yeah, I think in the first trailer, they're kind of they're running around. I'm pretty sure. 
you know what the problem is? They're so shy. They're just not going to be on camera. They're shy guys. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Also, I just looked it up. Uh, Yoshi is being played by Verna Herzog. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. And then wild. Yoshi looked. Yeah. Looked, and he does the I, voice, too. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> that was and, then good. He says, and then he says, I want to see the baby Mario. <laughs> yes. And that's the post credit scene. Oh, no, none of the babies. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. All right. What, are the, what do you think the chances are that the post credit scene is actually just going to be like a reveal for a new Mario game? None. Zero. A Mario Nine. game? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> no way, Seth. Get out of here. You don't think so? I think it's no more way. likely that the post credit scene unannounces a game that has already been announced. <laughs> They're just gonna be like, uh uh-uh, uh, Galaxy Two doesn't exist anymore. They you just look, they the end of the just, the end of the movie is they're like, by the way, we're delaying the next Mario game. <laughs> Switch to yeah. Yeah. in the trailer. I think- the post credit scene is just going to be a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto show. Did you like that movie? <laughs> How did you like that? No, real talk. I think that it's not unlikely that there's like not a post credit scene that teases anything or that it's like not relevant. It's just like a cute little one off and then it's done because oh, sure. I'm I'm wondering Clearly, they're going all in on this movie, right? Illumination and Nintendo are both very excited about it. They're putting a lot of marketing towards it. They're they're publicizing it a lot. But I'm wondering how much of it is still sort of like how internally, how trepidatious they are, like executives. Because mo- game movies, Sonic did really well, right? But game movies traditionally have not done super well. Mm. And so, like... There's got to be some executive somewhere who's like, we're not greenlighting a sequel until this makes X amount of dollars, right? Oh, I would, I would disagree with you there. I yeah. bet the script is are has already been written and is being like shopped around for for the next. Yeah, I that bet. could be too. I'm, 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 I'm genuinely, I don't, I don't know one way or the other. I just was like, I, I, I wonder about that, you know. Well, the the cynical part of me is thinking like show business. And every part of this is shrewdly calculated to uh, have the biggest financial impact possible for all stakeholders. Mm. Um, And I don't think they're going to fail in that. Also, I just noticed, I think they all have five fingers, which is weird. (laughs) What? Don't they they just have four fingers like other cartoon characters? Is this a thing? I, I know that Sh- drawing Shadow hands is really hard. Yeah, I don't know. I do I not know Mario how many has, Mario I think they have fingers, five fingers normally. All right. Well, let me know in the comments below yeah. how many fingers. Yeah, there's no way to look it up though. So there's uh, no. It's impossible. Yeah. You know what I just realized? <laughs> What's that? Fire Donkey Kong is definitely one of the new racers for Mario Kart. Oh, one hundred percent. That's been my theory this whole time that the five mysterious racers who appeared in the Mario Kart expansion are just going to be movie versions of existing Mario I actually thought that's what they're going to announce at the end. I didn't know that they were going to announce boots. <laughs> <laughs> As a playable character. The boots. As a, that's, that's the new Mario Kart character. It's actually, there's only... Boots. Uh, yeah, there's only four characters because one's just a palette swap of the boots. Like, they, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a boots right echo left. fighter. Right, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean... I, they're, they're, I feel like with the with the 
the five characters i i'm excited for five new characters but also i want them to release one of the final waves as like a the rainbow road from the movie like yeah. they that they have to so great they won't so but great. i want them to you can blow they'll have exploding mechanics and <laughs> yeah. yes well you'll be able I to mean, murder just, the ra- other racers yeah, it'll suddenly, be like destruction derby or something like that suddenly if you get hit with a bullet bill you are just out of the race for the rest of the time <laughs> Yeah. Hardcore mode you, in Mario Kart 8. You die yeah. in Mario Kart, you die in real life. It's you die like for that. real. Yeah. I mean, that might be the closest we get to Mario Kart battle mode. Like, you know, everyone mm. has balloons and that you're just true. knocked out. And you're a, a a bomb, just a ghost bomb, just driving around. In the N64 <laughs> one, at least. Yeah, there it is. Also, I, I think I was stretching a little bit, but I felt like when Mario lands on that Koopa's motorcycle, I was like, oh, it's a little double dash nod right there, which is, as everyone knows, the best Mario Kart. Well, I guess probably Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 is the best one. Sorry, Seth. Double dash is the second best one. Double dash was the best Mm. one until Mario Kart 8 Deluxe stole its crown. But I don't bring back the double. I'm not enough of a hardcore Mario Kart Mm. fan to be able to rank them comprehensively but at least for me mario kart 8 is the one i enjoy playing the most yeah yeah i i think i think seth's a breakdown of yeah i think double dash was the best until eight you yep. think so and it's I think also so. it wasn't very well regarded when it came out because it was the two uh the, the carts were slow and i think ah. that was when they introduced the blue sparks mechanic and i think a lot of people were kind of like iffy on that as well sure and yeah, then well. that, that became core to the series. But right? now GameCube yep. nostalgia is such a thing. People are like, you know what was amazing? Hey, I've Mario been, Kart Double I've Dash. Been sure. Riding hard <laughs> for Double Dash since the beginning because I loved it ever since it came out, even though I got it like a year later. Seth Macy, Mario the- Kart hipster. <laughs> That's right. I'm a Mario Kart hipster. I like Double Dash way before everybody else did. But I have some bad news. We have to just stop talking about the boots. Because I'm actually, I have to leave right now. My bus is out front. I'm going to New York City to go just look at a pair of boots that look realistic. Seth, you, actually, can't, the real... you can't say that if you're not going to deliver an actual photo of you with the boots. Uh, okay, well, it's I on you. off I go. But the real reason is we have an <laughs> uh, uh, expansion pack episode of Nintendo Voice Chat where Reb and Mitch talk to real-life wrestlers about their wow. favorite real-life wrestling moves. and also. They actually mostly talk about Nintendo stuff, which is really cool. But yeah, that's the uh, special second part of this episode. We have talked about the trailer for 25 minutes now, and we are out of time. So thank you all. And uh, I guess I'm not doing an outro. So watch the uh, expansion pack. And get the thing. What if you discovered you could move between the worlds of dreams and real life? That's the story of Dream Breachers, where Evan wakes up on his 12th birthday and realizes that something he dreamt about the night before had actually happened. With the help of his friends, a reappearing stranger, and a mysterious organization called the Dream Academy, Evan will discover what it means to be a Dream Breacher. Dream Breachers is a high-stakes sci-fi mystery adventure about the highs and lows of having all your dreams come true and is perfect for kids ages 8 to 12. If that sounds like a dream to you, you're in luck. You can listen to Dream Breachers now, wherever you get your podcasts.